You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 24. Oh my gosh, like I can't believe how just every day having to think of topics and things to come up with like is such a challenge, but at the same time, it like has put me into this creative state of flow. So if you are still following along and listening along, thank you for being here and thank you for just being a part of this process. I know that it's a little bit disorganized right now and not perfect how I would ideally want it, but I appreciate you joining me here on the journey. So today I wanted to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about success and how to become somebody who gets paid what they're worth. You know, have you ever thought, why is it that somebody can do an amazing event and it looks great and this one person may be working for free or breaking even while another person is doing something similar for celebrities making $10,000, you know, have you thought about that? Like, what's the difference? Like, how do you get to that spot? And as I've been in the industry and worked for the past seven years, especially with sponsors, I've realized that it's all in who you know, like that networking piece is huge. Having a connection is huge. So let me tell you a story about a fun experience that I'm currently working on with a big influencer from Utah in my circle. So if you don't follow Jordan Page from Fun, Cheap, or Free, she runs a really cool, very successful blog and brand business that she teaches people how to live a happy, healthy lifestyle and do it on a budget. So funcheaporfree.com is her website. And she has this big influencer event that she hosts at her home in Utah every year. And I was actually asked to help come up with some flower arrangements for some of the tables at the event last year. And so I was able to go early and help set up and kind of be part of the process. And it's like over the top to the nines. They pull in big sponsors, big names come. Like it's hard to even get on the guest list. And I was just thrilled to be, you know, a part of the action helping. And afterwards, after the event, I had actually left some of my votives, my glass votives at her house and came back to pick them up when it wasn't so crazy. And she just said, you know, like, how do you, how do you do with events? And like, how did you get into that? And we started talking and we just started vibing. And she's like, you know, I would actually love to hire you to help me on the 2019 event. And what do you think of that? And I, I was so flattered, like, oh my gosh, you're such a big time influencer, like little me. Sure. Like I'd love to do it. Um, as far as like celebrity events go, yes, I've worked with big brands, national brands, but you're always working through a correspondent. And so for a big influencer with hundreds of thousands of followers wanting me to do something felt, you know, really cool. And it was an opportunity that I'm, I'm excited to have. And so it's been so fun to work with her and to implement things like, you know, timelines and layouts and maps and, and how to correspond with vendors and how to leverage sponsorships and all these things that, you know, us working together, like, my goodness, I'm learning so much from her and I'm so grateful, but to know that like the things that I do every day that seem basic and simple, even ordinary, are completely blowing her mind. And she said multiple times, like, I don't, I can't even believe like how much better this experience has been than previous years, simply because it's so organized and I don't have to worry or think about it. And I'm just so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Like this has been such a good experience so far. Obviously the event isn't done. It's not until the end of summer, but it's so nice to hear like the things you're implementing are putting you on the right track. And for those of you that don't know, like I went to school for 
Aesthetics 15 years ago. So I'm a licensed master esthetician in the state of Utah, which, which means I do eyelash extensions and I can do facials and chemical peels and all of the spa type things. And then I also went to culinary school and I didn't even finish or graduate from that program. And it was at U- Utah Valley University. So I have, you know, these two side hobby type resume items, and then I've been doing my own events for the past seven years. And so sometimes it's easy to feel like, well, I didn't go to school for events. Like I'm not qualified and to really, really doubt yourself. But the truth is like, if you are good at something, if you are able to make something easier for someone else and solve problems for them in a way that they can't solve on their own without you you are valuable and you are worth it. And so it all comes down into like, how willing are you to fight for your dream? And so this is where the the little boost and chat about success comes in. And I love following Jack Canfield. He is like a leadership and I guess self-help guru, if you will, in the business community. And he he's written a lot of books. And um, I recently heard him talking about success and how you know, success for him has been hard because he cares a lot about what people think. And he actually said that he thought it was funny when people say like, oh, I don't care what other people think. He's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Everybody cares what other people think about them. Like you're either doing something or not doing something all because of how you want to be perceived. Like it's human nature and people who can pretend he just, he felt like that was just uh, an act basically. Um, but he said that, you know, climbing the mountain of success is hard. It's harder than just coasting in life. And sometimes I forget that. I forgot that it's actually hard to be a leader. It's hard to go after your dreams. It's an uphill battle all the time. And not just that, like people will actually tell you that you're stupid and that you can't do it. And they'll try to be quote unquote helpful by discouraging you so that you don't get hurt. And they'll say, you know, the higher you get, the harder it's going to be when you fall down. And maybe that's true. Maybe um, there's something to be said about, you know, not wanting to get hurt. But at the end of the day, I kind of feel like I can't live my life not trying and not executing on my dreams and my full potential because it's just something I feel called to do. And so because I have this passion, because I eat, sleep, drink, all the time parties. Like I'm just thinking of parties, constantly thinking of theme ideas and little detail ideas. It's consuming. It's like the thing that makes me incredibly happy. You know, how could I expect somebody else to possibly understand who's just not interested? And it's kind of frivolous. So you better believe like in down economies, so many people tell me things like, or have told me, Nobody has money for that. You can never make a career doing that. And, you know, you need to find something that's practical, get a real job. And I just think that entrepreneurs, especially in this event space, that we need to band together. We need to support each other and help each other out and change the culture of, you know, this is my information. This is my stuff that I figured out. And like, if you want to do it, you need to go try your own because it's already hard enough. It's hard enough to just be an entrepreneur and to want to be successful. And, Um, He shared this story about a friend of his that was a fisherman. And he said, did you know, this is what the friend said to Jack Canfield. Do you know that when I go fishing for crabs, um, I don't ever have to put a lid on my bucket. As soon as I get two of them, I don't have to put a lid on it. He's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. He's like, no, yeah. If if I catch two crabs, um, one crab will always pull the other one down so they can't get out. They won't let each other get out. 
And uh, he just said, you know, how many people do you allow in your life that are a crab in your bucket? Like who around you is constantly pulling you down when you're trying to get ahead, you're trying to get out of a situation or you have a thought and you want to act on it, or you, you know, see something cool and you want to move in that direction. How many times are the people around you telling you don't do that and pulling you down? I think it's interesting, the sentiment that average people want to be average and they want to surround themselves with other people who are average because it's comfortable. It's easy. Like you don't have to put any effort in to really waking up and living and then dying. Like that happens automatically. And a lot of people just coast through their life with bare minimum expectations for themselves, bare minimum idea of what they deserve, bare minimum reasons why they deserve it. And the more that I think about success and the more that I do these different challenges and courses, I'm currently in the KBB course with um, Tony Robbins. And as I've been going through it, it's like they they talk about why. And I, I know I've heard a lot of talks about why, like finding your why and knowing why you do things. And they shared that you need to have multiple reasons that are very compelling why you want to be an entrepreneur and do something that's hard and and as crazy as starting your own business and asking people to pay you for your talents. Because if you only have one shallow reason like money, it's actually not going to be enough to float you through when you have a, a hard thing come up, a trial, a challenge, a wall, a roadblock. You've got to have so many la- levels and layers to why you want to do something and who you want to help and really honing in on that customer and finding out what you have to contribute to this space to make it worthwhile for you and for them. And I was kind of thinking about all these things and pulling it together. And I was thinking, you know, it's so interesting how it would be easier to coast. You know, it's easier to be lazy and to not do anything, of course. But if you're like me, it's also very unfulfilling And that is when I found myself for the first time ever in a state of depression with tons of anxiety and just feeling like I don't have a purpose. Like what's my job? What's my role? What's my calling? And there's something innate in human beings that we want to be seen and we want to connect with other people and we want to find our tribe of people kind of like us, who think like us, who we can feel like ourselves around who we can create with and dream big with, you know, like I, I don't know if you've ever found yourself in a relationship or a group of friends where it just was negative all the time. And, you know, you, you kind of step outside and you're like, what are these people doing with their lives? And is that what I want to be doing? Like, do I want to spend my time and, and energy and money and stuff like this? And I think it's easy to look at success as like a destination. I'm, I'm really like, recognizing that destinations just don't exist. You're either moving forward or you're not. And that means you're going back because the world's always moving forward. So you're either moving forward or you're falling behind. There's no pause. There's no like time out. You just, you're one or the other and there are no destinations. And so when you become successful, there are more challenges that come with that. Like challenges on you know, how to spend the money that you're earning, if you're supposed to change your lifestyle and upgrade crazy, or if you're trying to 
stay the same. You know, you're going to get introduced to new circles of influence when you become more successful because successful people like to hang out together and do business together. And that might ruin other relationships. And also there's other problems that come with success that are unforeseeable when you're just a one man band that can run your business, um, you know, remotely independently on your own. You don't need teams and teams of people because you can coordinate those as needed. And so I think Rachel Hollis said this, you know, new, new level, new devil. And just that every time you get to a new hurdle, it's not like there's a plateau where you get to rest for very long. And I think that's why a lot of these gurus and people that have been doing it a long time always say that you have to be content and happy with where you are now and what you have now, because success is, isn't ever going to be satisfied if you are not six. I'm going to say that again, just for a fact, like you can never satisfy the hunger for success or achievement. If you can't be content with who you are and what you have right now. And so all the pieces kind of work together. It's not just one piece of the puzzle, and it's definitely not hoping to get to this level where then you can just take a load off and relax and not have to work. I think all of the most incredible things in life happen as a result of putting in the time, the effort, the work. Think about when you graduated from high school or college. Think about how hard it was to wake up early to get to all of your classes how many times you had to study for tests, how stressed out you were every time that you had a knot in your stomach because you had to take a math test that just you knew you weren't going to get a good grade on because math was hard for you. If you're like me, that was me. Um, or think about, you know, all of the crap you had to go through. And then think about the day that you're putting on your cap and gown and you're walking across the stage and they're calling your name and everybody comes and they bring balloons and they cheer and they take pictures and you go out to this big dinner and people bring gifts. You know, they're celebrating this achievement for this one day, but it, it didn't happen in one day. It happened over the course of years, years and years. And no one was cheering for you most of the time. Like no one was cheering for me to get out of bed and be like, yay, you're going to high school today. You're closer to graduating. I mean, like the last week of senior year, maybe. But most things in life are like that. Like the achievement comes with tireless hours put into it and no one cheering for you from the sidelines. And it's so like normal, basic, like you're just doing your thing, whatever. And then all of a sudden at the end, there's this big ceremony and people come out of the woodwork to say that they're so proud of you and, and all of that stuff. But it's not, again, it doesn't amount after one day's worth of work. It comes as you continue to put in the work and then the success is shown, which is such a small piece of the iceberg of things that you had to do to build that and to get to where you were or get to where you are, <laughs> right? So I just wanted to remind you that if you are finding yourself in a bit of a rut, that you're probably doing it right. If you feel like it's hard, if it's especially hard for you, if it's something that you just feel like there are parts that you don't do well, you're probably doing it right. That's okay. You're not supposed to be amazing at everything. I'm slowly learning this in my business and about myself that there are in fact actually people who can do things better, faster, and cheaper than I can do them myself. And, you know, the, the person who is going to be the most successful is going to be 
the delegator that can get lots of people to accomplish tasks underneath them who are helping to build their dream. You alone cannot build your dream as big as a team of people working for you, directed by you, could build your dream. Isn't that interesting? Because sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect and be amazing and to get it perfect. But the reality is, is we need each other. So as we're closing up this (laughs) podcast episode, I just wanted to remind you that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay if you aren't perfect at everything. It's okay if you struggle. It's okay if it's hard. You've got this. You've just got to believe in yourself that you've got this and go back and write out your whys and put them somewhere very, very important and and keep asking yourself why. Like when you say the initial, you know, external desire of like, maybe I want more money or maybe I want to buy handbags or maybe I'd love to have an annual pass to Disneyland, whatever your motivation is. Well, why, why do you want that? Well, I want an annual pass to Disneyland because it's fun for me and my daughter and my husband to go regularly. And I feel better about having an annual pass because I don't have to spend all this money. Well, why? Uh, Well, because family time is really important to me. Well, why? Because I really want my daughter to know that I love her and that we have a connection. Well, why? Because I honestly, for many years of my life, didn't know if my parents loved me. And um, I don't ever want her to feel like that. And so I, yeah, I mean, that just got really deep really quick, but that's why, that's why I do it because I, I want something different and I want to model chasing dreams and pursuing excellence and greatness for my daughter, not just tell her to do it. I want to model that for her. And I just appreciate you guys being here again. And I want you to dig deep and think really hard about why you do what you do and then to go after it despite the fact that it's hard. You guys have got this. Be relentless today and tomorrow and the next day. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. 